What's happening, Arsenal Nation? It's your boys Adele and the Baker with another episode of the Scarf Life Podcast. Baker, how you feeling, baby? What's up, man? Um, well, I'm first things first. I'm proud of us. This is our first back-to-back podcast, like week, you know, week to week. In like a really long time. I don't know if you recognize that. Oh, I I, I do now. Yes. Yeah. I've, yeah. I just I've, thought I'd mention that. My uh, self esteem suddenly rose. By yeah, dude. We this whole like saying you're gonna do a thing and then doing that thing is a good feeling. <laughs> you know what's gonna be you know? crazy? What's gonna be crazy think, when we do it next week? I think we might do a post match quickie next weekend. Yeah, so um, it, it sounds kind of weird, and we should probably explain what a post-match quickie is to some of the... Because f- you got to remember, yeah. like, it's been a while since we've done one those of those. Those were the best. Those were the best um, for no other reason than they were... Okay, so l- let's just get it out of the way. RSL Nation, for those of you who are still listening who don't know what a post-match quickie is... Uh, during the golden era of this podcast, uh, yours truly and, and Adele would, after a game, post-match, we would bust out them. We would go back to your apartment. It was the one like right off the tracks line at yeah. the time. Like you remember the one with the baller balcony, like right across the street from that, like uh, the the place with all like the trampolines and like the fun houses right and all that. Thirty third South, yes. Yeah, yeah, right. That that track sign. We'd hop off the track sign like right after a game. Um, if we had won, we might stop at Victory Burritos somewhere first. Yes. But usually, what would happen is we'd hop off the track line, like go to your apartment, and just like bust out. I think we wouldn't. We wouldn't even like get out each like our own mic. We would just have like that one Yeti mic, and we would just put it in the middle of the table. The the audio, not that the audio has been like great as of recent, but I think the audio on those must have been terrible. Um, but yeah, we like crack a beer and we would literally just give our like visceral reaction post match. Yeah. We keep it like under twenty minutes, and it was just like off the top of the head, like no filtered, like everything was just raw. Those were a ton of fun to record. Zero edits. But yeah, I mean, you didn't have time to edit. You, you were like publishing. As we were recording the thing. Those were the best. And usually, our cell nation, we were a little... Uh, what's the right word here? Tipsy. Tipsy. Yes. Tipsy is the right word. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was like... I mean, I mean, I'm, I am kind of curious to see how much a stadium beer is going to go for this year. But, like, the one upside of, you know, $9 for a tall boy or whatever crazy thing they're up to... Is that it was kind of expensive to maintain a buzz. So like we 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 had like some semblance of like rationale about us. Yeah. But there were definitely some like you know, like SKC or like Colorado or like Seattle games where like the speech was definitely a little slurred. Yeah. No, I I I've, But you always you also always sound like that. It's that accent thing. There I do. I was I was just gonna say I always sound a little tipsy. Um 
Just just born out of the U.S. That's it, folks. But I might be tipsy much of the time, not all the time, but I'll sound the same. Anyways, let's get into um, what just happened. Well, do you want to mention why you mentioned the post match quickie? Oh, that's right. Because both of us, Uh you and I, are going to be at the match in Seattle. Watching yep. us play soccer on a uh, plastic slippery field this Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we will be at the. Uh, so two, we will we'll be at the at the game. We will be at the game. I still cannot believe they cannot grow grass in Seattle. I have stayed in the hotels in Seattle many times and I would look out of the window of the hotel room I was staying in and grass was literally growing on the side of buildings. And for some reason, this really rich franchise cannot figure out how to grow grass yeah on the field it's it's and it's like it, it's not even going to be the fact that like i mean at this point i've kind of made peace with the fact that there's just like terrible turf fields that it, i mean vancouver like don't even get me started mm-hmm. like that field was atrocious um but the vancouver, uh, the flounders yeah, I mean they have no excuse not to have. I, I, I would anyway, say Seattle has the second worst field in the entire Major League Soccer Association. Number one being right. Vancouver because they have a roof, right? Yeah, Seattle, yeah. It's um, number two because they're in the Pacific Northwest, and look, grass grows off of concrete there. Yeah, and yeah, it's the it's the NFL, man. Like you know, no, like it is with like no, 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 it's not. No, it's not. You you didn't you haven't been paying attention to the NFL because the NFL this year is complaining and bitching about grass versus complaining plastic fields. Right, but they're complaining the other way because no. it wasn't the whole thing with yeah, yeah. The Super Bowl was the fact that it was like partially grass and they were all sliding all oh, over it the was, place. No, it started way before the Super Bowl. That was just terrible. Right, but the Super Bowl was like the big example. The, the, but I, I know, but that was that was not a grass versus plastic field thing. The complaints started months and months before, where people or players were or kept getting injured on plastic fields just like we know they would in soccer. So the, the, the complaints in the Super Bowl were not about grass versus plastic. The grass versus plastic started months and months earlier than that. Anyways, my third one is Portland, which is where, you know, we have been multiple times, and it sucks every single time. I just, I, I do not understand. I understand, I partially understand Seattle. Because Seattle has to bow down to their daddy, who is the uh, American Hand League uh, team, 
right? The Seahawks. I partially understand that. I do not understand Portland. I I, I don't get it. I just don't understand right. Portland at all. Like, why would you not change it to to pure grass? And the, the best answer I've received so far is well, two answers. One is yes, we would like to change it to grass. Second one is oh, it would actually be more difficult to main, maintain grass here. Like really, it is more difficult to maintain grass in Portland than Salt Lake City, Utah. It was right. Yeah, I mean today in Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah, I mean the the abundance of of moisture and snow is not like exclusive to the Pacific Northwest, right? So I don't I don't get that part at all. Well, I mean, you, we should all also mentally. So I read on Twitter that um, the NFL, the I, I guess the the plastic turf or whatever, like basically it needs to be replaced every five years, and the Seahawks field is like approaching its end of life. So, like, we're going to be playing on another pretty terrible field this weekend. So, we're we're starting off the road trip with, like, just two awful fields right out of the oh, gate. Oh, yeah. That's, Never that's, fun. That's not even, or should be. Let's talk about Vancouver for just a second. We should talk about Vancouver. All right. So, first of all, last year, you and I and a few other friends were actually at the game in Vancouver. Yeah, man. Beautiful city. Good. Beautiful people. Wonderful. Atmosphere. Yep. Good. Good food. Great stadium. Mm-hmm. Holy mm-hmm. terrible atmosphere. And that field. Oh, my God. Like, uh, I feel like. I would yeah. Actually be able you to, could, like, smell the rubber. I should be able to sue somebody over, like, you know, the, the headaches. Yeah, e- e- Exposure to toxic materials. Yeah, it was absolutely terrible, as always. Yeah. I, um. Yeah, it it it's like you and I have been following this team and by extension this league for like for a hot minute now. I think that's safe to say. You know, maybe not like OGs, but like pretty pretty close to it. But OG, what are you talking uh, about, bitch? I was at the original. I was at the very first. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Game. Sorry, I, I was mostly talking about myself in that <laughs> sentence, but yeah, that that's fair. Um, and you know, like. At one point, I understood it. Like it was fun to make fun of NYCFC and playing in Yankee Stadium, and like it was fun to make fun of the, you know, New England Revolution. And it's fun to make fun of the Sounders or the Flounders, I should say. And it's fun to make fun of Vancouver. And you know, it, it was always like it was a sign of the times, and it was a sign of MLS, and it was it was just you know, it was a minor league in a country where it's a minor sport and it just didn't have a lot of eyeballs or money, mm-hmm. you know, fast forward a decade plus and that's changed, right? Like it's, it's a, it's one of the fastest growing leads leagues in the world. It, it has fans across the world. It, it draws talent at like all calibers. Like I'm not going to sit here and pretend it's the English premier league or anything, but like the MLS has come quite a long way. Yeah, and then there's kind of like these two outstanding areas of that are just like that have always been a few generations behind, and that's the facilities, like 
it it it's you know NYCFC playing at a Yankee Stadium for as long as they did is just embarrassing. Like no self-respecting MLS fan should be okay with that. And then the other one was always the officiate officiating. You know, I think I think we I don't want to sit here and make this into like let's blame refs for stuff. And you know, so far I think we've benefited from a good ref. Um, but that those were always the two areas where I felt like the league was just a hair behind its own growth. And it doesn't feel like it's catching up quickly enough. I would take the second part completely out of the equation only because I watch a lot of international footy and everyone in every league complains about the referees. I do not. I, after watching many years of international referees, I know I love to hate on them when they don't do us right. I don't think our referees are any worse than anywhere else. I'll, I'll, I'll just keep it at that for now. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure I have a recording somewhere of you disagreeing yes. with yourself. But hey, nothing wrong with yep. Uh, yep. with maturing. So I, I, so I we- totally have. I totally have. Um, the, 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 the other part, or in your case, the first part, the facilities, I've also made a big change. Hear me out on this. In the last World Cup, which took place less than three months, well, less than four months ago, for some reason, they ended up being a big discussion or debate about whether it's soccer or football. Now, you and I both grew up in Europe, so we know what the correct word is, right? I mean, let's also clarify, big discussion, primarily the day we played England and then never talked about again. No, it was talked about. It's still... (laughs) I just talked about. Okay, okay. I talked to someone about this earlier today on social media. Okay, I'm, I'm sure you did. Okay, keep going with your anecdotal story. Anecdotal. I don't know what I... your anecdote. Just keep going with your with your with your chat. I, I want to see where this where you take this. Well, <laughs> where where I was taking this is is here. It was last post-season of Major League Soccer where um, NYCFC was hosting a game in the playoffs. Obviously, as as I said, post-season. And it was in Yankee Stadium, a baseball stadium. And I just remember sitting there. It must have been 10, 15, 20 minutes into the game. And me thinking, this is the most effing American thing ever. A soccer game. And yes, we call it soccer. That was the argument in the whole thing. Being played in a baseball stadium. Not just any baseball stadium, but I would I would argue the second most iconic baseball stadium right after Fenway Park there is and it was beautiful 
the US of A is taking over the game of soccer. And yes, right. We're going to call it soccer. And the rest of the world can go F themselves if they don't like it. It's soccer from now on. Okay. Okay. So Dear six, Germany. 16 Dear Germany, where I grew up. 16 minutes in. Dear England. 16 Okay. Soccer. It's soccer. That's all yeah. there is to it. It, it what about Italy? Beautiful Don't... thing, I have seen in ages. They they call it something else entirely, right? I can't think of it now. We we no, it's soccer. It is called soccer. I I would I would challenge any Euro brat to challenge me on whether it's called soccer because you know what the answer is? It's soccer. Why is it soccer? Because we said so. Done deal. And story. there it is. That's all. That is. was the. Okay. You are, you are you done? No, probably. Are I'm never done? done. But yes, I will stop for now. That was the like. I'm gonna when this is all said and done. I'm gonna re. That was the weirdest series of tangents <laughs> for you to get on this. Like the the most. Like we were talking about facilities ten seconds me. ago. You challenged. I no. I I don't care what we call it. I use them interchangeably at this point. Um, I I I, I used I, to not care what we call them, uh-huh. and then mid November December. Now I really care what we call them. In in conversation, n- now that I'm like actually thinking about it, I mostly just say we're gonna go watch footy. Yeah. If I, if I'm gonna be if I'm gonna be totally honest and just be like, what do I actually call it? Ninety five percent of the time, it's footy. Yeah. Not football, not soccer, footy, or the match. And it's just it's just implied as to what match I'm watching. I have like three responses to this right now, but I'm not going to use any of them. We don't have time. Yeah. We, no, we, we, we wanted to keep this short. We're going to get canceled if I use any of them, so... Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't say anything like definitely like that. So that that's easy. Uh, with with that being said, we did say that we would talk about the Vancouver game okay. briefly. So Vancouver game. Yeah. Okay. I don't know the last time we got three points out of a game where we played worse. Can you remember? On the road in difficult conditions. Yeah. Well, conditions were indoors but it was cold that's what i hear i mean um, the on the road being the difficult yeah. conditions right um and for what it's worth the team did spend the, the the night in vancouver because they couldn't fly out yeah um no i, I mean you know as i was thinking about like what what the takeaways from that were from that game it was the fact that um I think for long stretches of time in that game, Vancouver on paper or, you know, with the eyeball test, whatever you want to call it, um, was the better team. Like, to me, that doesn't seem like a radical, um, like a radical thing to call out. And, and, you know, now as I voice it out loud, maybe it wasn't so much that they were the better team. It's just for long stretches and most of that first 45-minute window, we just looked terrible. Oh, yeah. Just couldn't string a pass together, man. I don't know what was going on. 
Oh, the first 45, you looked like the high school team. A bad high school team. Yeah, it was uh it was it was rough. Um I and and, and so and so to sit here and say maybe like we you, you know, I don't know that Vancouver did anything that was all that exciting and all that great. And so maybe to sit here and say, "Oh, Vancouver deserved to win that game." It would wouldn't wouldn't be accurate either. I I think I think it was one of those instances and I'm just hoping it was like, you know, first game jitters or something. Um, where neither team, but RSL especially, and that's where I was mostly looking, if I'm going to be honest, just didn't look like they deserved three points. You know, it was like which team looked the least worst as opposed to which team looked good. So the, one of the funny things, in my opinion, um, over the weekend in the MLS is, and you tell me if I'm completely not remembering something, but zero games were ties. I do not remember the last time we had a weekend where none of the games were ties. Am I forgetting? One? No, no. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I've had that metric handy. Um, but yeah, it, it's, you know, there was, there was, there was a handful of games being played like North of 10. I don't know the exact number. Um, and, and it is kind of weird that not a single one ended in a tie. Now that you mention it. Yeah, no, literally not of them. Well, so. I guess my question to that is like, what is, so what, like, what does that indicate? What is it that an indicator of? Can you elaborate? That's really what I'm trying to say. A couple of things in there. First of all, that's not good for us. Right. So you and I talked less than seven days ago. And I think what I said is if, if we could somehow pull, I can't remember three or four points out of the first three games remember our first two on the road i would be ecstatic yeah i mean i I think last week you literally kept it as simple as if we could get any points out of the first two games you would have been happy with um because i thought there was no chances we win at vancouver and no chances we win at Seattle. We'll get to Seattle in just a second here, right? And then, we, we, you know, we, we start fighting for our first three points at home in a couple of weeks here. So, I guess I don't like it that everyone got three points. Or at least half the Western Conference got three points, right? Um, yep. You know, I was watching... Um, the game last night, I was watching Portland uh, beating SKC. Um, they looked sloppy for the first, I would say, 60 minutes. And then suddenly, no, they picked it up and it looked good. Uh, they, they being SKC? Both of them. Both teams. I would say both teams looked sloppy. Um, I was watching us playing and I would say we looked pretty 
goddamn sloppy. I mean, maybe this is because you always have a more critical eye for your own team. But I thought we we looked sloppy for ninety minutes. Like nothing looked good about yeah it, our game. Um, it, it was not a pretty win for sure. It was not. Now don't get me wrong. Um. The mirror finishing the way he finished, nice, cool, calm, collected, coming back after months and months of being off. It, it was a very classic、uh, the mirror goal. Yes, it absolutely was.、Uh, but I would say also, go ahead. Not to interrupt, but to rain on that parade a little. Dude was invisible. Yeah, for a good chunk of that first Thank half. Thank you. I was, I was actually like just, just not at all involved, and I don't know how much that had to do with him and where he was in relation to the midfield and how he was not getting anything resembling service.、Um, but yeah, I mean, basically a non-factor、yeah. for half the game, conservatively. No, I, I, I'm glad you said that. I was going to say the exact same thing, actually. So yeah, so I, I think we cannot get carried away. By that one play he made, right, and say, yeah, yeah the mirror's back. Sure, yeah,、uh, he did. I will say, congratulations to him. Like, you, you know, he did make. Oh, get this! It's not team of the week anymore. Can you believe that? <laughs> It's team. I, I'm serious, man. This is like this is bothers me because team of the week had a nice ring to it. They've replaced it with. Team of the match day presented by Audi. Ah, hate it.、Uh, Just make it weak. No one's no one's asking if it was actually the week. Like I get it. Team of the match day makes logical sense because, like, you know, they have those weird like games in between weeks that like they don't really count towards this. Uh, yeah. Just. Just have have anyway anyway that's neither here. He made team of the week. I'm gonna keep calling it team of、that's、the week. That's just stupid. They're they're, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna mess with it as we go along. But yeah, no,、uh, I I actually I agree with you. So the mirror was, in my opinion, virtually invisible, except for the goal. But the goal is what did it, right? So. Good enough for me, I would say. Savarino. He had a couple of moments, but other than that, not much. And then he assisted for the goal. And then、um, Justin scored.、Um, yeah, it is. So let, let's just let's just call it for what it is. It's a very ugly、mm-hmm. win on the road. Right. And we have missed out on playoffs in overall, or positioning、right. within playoffs by a point or two. So many years. This sure, against against bad teams, especially. This is the kind of game that. Oh no, man! Five six months from now might matter a lot. You do you, do you want me to do you want me to finish that that sentence for you? Yeah. This is the kind of game, and I'm going to change it a little. This is the kind of win that if an RSL of 
like yesteryear was capable of. Like like teams that I think on paper were better than this team would have won supporter shield. Yeah. You know, you took it like, a little like further it, than I would have. I, I, I well, no, I remember the the year. I was gonna say like home field advantage in the playoffs, but yeah. The no, the Chivas. The yeah. I, I forget what year it was, but like the Chivas yeah. was Chivas USA was like still a team in the league before they became LAFC. It's the same franchise license, so don't at me. Like it is what it is. It it LAFC is is the Chivas franchise. Like it just is. Um. So when they were still Chivas, uh, they were the worst team like year over year, like consistently. And this must have been like 2013 or 2014 or something. RSL was like competing for the supporter shield. And we lost both of our games or like two games against Chivas or whatever. And had we even like tied, I think one of them and like won the other one, we would have been, we would have had the supporter shield. And it's it's and the the reason I'm I bring that you know that story up is like the win over Vancouver, who I think it, it no disrespect to Vancouver, but I think as the year progresses, this will prove right is is not a very good team. Um, it, you know, it's those kinds of wins, those ugly wins where like maybe you don't deserve it, and maybe it's it, it's just a little bit of who wants it more. It, it's not it's not a trait that very many RSL teams have had and I count some very good teams in that lineup. Agreed. And on the road. Uh on the road. Beginning of the season. So I mean you, you I really I don't think we could have started much better. Honestly, if if he actually had a really good game, I would have been a little concerned. Yeah, it's it's more worrying. Yeah. Suddenly you have hope. Yeah. And you look, a few dudes had a good game, and yada yada yada. You know what the best part is? Three points. Well, three points. The second best part is we are going again on the road. Yep. Against the Seattle Sounders, you and I will both be in the stadium to watch this game. I. I think I think they've gotten that messaging by now. Uh, yeah, we only yeah we only said it once. We've mentioned it a few times now between the two recordings, but that's neither here nor there. And and Seattle just beat the living hell out of who the hell did they just beat four zero? Colorado, Colorado Rapids. Rapids. You gotta stop. Yeah. Yeah. And it, that, it, it, did you watch that game? I, oh yeah, I watched the whole game. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that. That's why I love these like isolated games. Sunday night, Monday night. Yeah, yeah, um, yep. yeah. I watched the whole game. It was four zero, and it was you know what? I think it was a deserved how four zero. Okay, so that kind of answers my question. Like, how much of that result? Not like I mean I mean maybe I won't answer for you. You tell me. How much of that result do you think was the Sounders doing something right versus Colorado doing a lot of stuff wrong? Okay, it's always so. I hate that question. I hate that. Well, I asked well, it. I answer I, it. I, I, I don't hate you for asking. Just answer the question. Yeah. Just answer the question. I don't. I don't need to know how you feel about my question. <laughs> That's the test. I want to see if you pass or fail. <clears throat> 
<clears throat> whenever there is a 4-0 game, there's a combination yep. of a team doing something really right and a team doing something really wrong. Right. Yeah, that's that's a good point. I would say in this particular case, as I was watching the game, I do not think that Colorado played that terribly. Really? I don't. I mean, I I only caught like like some of the game and I, I mean and and you know, there's a part of me that's just like I, I live in Seattle, so like I gotta put up with these bastards like all the time. So like I'm just programmed to hate. Um but like I, I feel like Colorado, especially their center back pairing, like I, I think Abu Lalas, I'm just gonna call say Lalas, I don't butcher his last name. Um was at one point a very good center back, but the dude was late to like mm-hmm. basically every single ball. But there's like, there's a reason he was late. Yeah, I mean sure, the other guys were very exactly. fast. So that that that's what I mean. I think in a game like that. I'm assuming that if you are a professional sports ball player, regardless of category, you get into the phase of being embarrassed, you step up, right? Uh, You know why you don't? Because you're not good enough. So Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. That's what I mean. Yes, you're absolutely correct. Yes, he made some terrible mistakes. Just like the, you know, I think I texted you about how terrible I thought Kansas City defense looked on Monday night. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, some guy didn't get to the ball in time. That's because the other guy got to the ball a little earlier, you know? Um. And that's kind of all there is to it. I I do think Seattle is. I think Seattle Sounders this year are coming out with a vengeance. Right. And with a point to prove, which is part of the vengeance. Sure, sure. No, I I got you. It's the whole last year was a fluke and not. Not who we really are. Not just last year, but even this part of the year, they lost. They went to the Club World Cup. Yeah, World Cup. Yeah, lost to the Egyptians. Yep. I mean, no one was expecting them to like win. That, I obviously. expected them to win against the Egyptians. If they had won that, they would have had to play against Real Madrid. Sure, <laughs> I would not. Have, you know, I wasn't expecting you? them to beat. You know, them. I did expect them yeah. to beat Al Halal or whatever the hell. Yeah, yeah. Um and I, I really I, I think the, the the Sounders are coming up with a vengeance. Uh I hate to say this, but our old boy looked really good. Al? Albert. Oh yeah, Albert. Huh. What other I, 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 get, I mean, do we have over there? 
I mean, we've. Te- I mean, if you're talking about not just the team, technically quite a few. Well, okay. Well, I'm talking about. Oh yes, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, yes. there's there's a lot of former Albert, RSL guys Albert, on that on Al- that front office. Albert Rushnak did not. Uh, I'm not sure what he put on paper, mm-hmm. but he looked really good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I think they're still playing him as essentially a defensive midfielder. Yeah. Like, there's no, like, you know, I, I think his stats are not going to be anything crazy this year again yeah. um, until one, you know, like, like, it's just where they prefer him now. It's like, I don't, you know, it, it's his new role. He seems to be a good fit there. Yeah. Um, and, no, I, I, yeah. I, I really think if I was putting money right now on who's going to win MLS Cup, not who I want to win MLS Cup, mm-hmm. but who will win MLS Cup, Seattle Sounders. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like Philadelphia Union is is the East Coast version of that whole coming back with a vengeance thing. Yeah. I, I think Philly is going to – I think this is the year. Oh, I think – yeah, I think – but I think also think there's a little bit of want there. I think of all the teams that can realistically win it, I I think they're the ones I would, uh, you know, obviously RSL, like every year, that's what I'm rooting for. That's what I want to win. But emphasis on the realistically part. Well, um, you have to also remember, there is a mid-season transfer window. Things change. Things and then, change, and then the, the question is like, all right, if if we put it between those two teams, now I'll I'll, I'll get to RSL in just a second. But between those two teams, if it was like, all right, who who is more realistically capable of making mm-hmm. a major change mid season between those two teams? My money is on Seattle, unfortunately. I, I'm, and I think historically you would be right. But um, I, I think, I think in order for them to be successful in Concacaf, they, I mean, they kind of just had to put it all out. Like I, I think they are basically like salary capped in like the meaningful ways. I think they can like get like Tam guys and like bring them down, but like their DP contracts, I think, are guaranteed guaranteed through like. A few more years, yeah. at least. Um, so I, I think I, I would say they are they're, kind they're, of a, a win now team. They're the second or third most screwed teams in the league. On those, SKC is by far the most screwed <laughs> team. Yeah, dude. I, I think I've I've played more. <laughs> I like forgot like that. You know, they said Polito's name, and I was like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, he's still on that team." And he's a bad um, man. Yeah. So um, we were at Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, we were at Kansas City. What two years ago? Yeah. And you know, I befriended one of like the one you know one of their like normal human beings, and we like chatted online and stuff. And like, I remember my message. Yeah, that was two years ago. My message back to him as we like you know, kick them out of the playoffs or whatever. It was the year they didn't make so it. it was the, um, I would say that was one of the top five games in that was a great finish. history. But like, and, and it's still on our Twitter. Like my message back to him was like, eventually he's going to get healthy and then the rest of us are screwed. And like, 
you know, like I'm not going to sit here and like wish ill health on anybody. Like I love footy, but I don't love it that much. Um, but like, it's one of those things where it's like, he thankfully like has not seen the field yet. Like it, it's the worst allocation of resources. I think Kansas city has ever like put on paper. Um, I mean, I think they paid like something like $9 million just to be able to sign the guy. Like, that's that's a good chunk of change. When he is on the field. Oh, yeah. Like, the the first six months when he was playing, like, leader in goals and leader in assists. Like, not only was he dangerous, he was also one of those dudes that, like, he made everybody around him really dangerous, too. Yeah, that's a bad man when he's on. But... Yeah, you know, availability. It it's a thing. It is it's a very serious thing. Um, I I do want to briefly touch on uh the RSL Vancouver game before we go too far down some tangents. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of record transfer signings and the like, we uh, you know, had our own uh transfer fee record in this previous season um, for one uh, uh, Gomez. And um, I don't know about you, man, but like he was on the field for like, I think roughly 16 minutes. I think he came on like the 73rd or something. Not, not great. Yeah. Uh, You know what? Let, Let me rephrase that. Pretty bad. Some some very worrying things occurred while he was on the ball. Right? That wasn't just me seeing that? <clears throat> no, I don't think it was just you seeing that. Um, here's my two cents or single take on that. There's so much pressure in that very first performance after such a move. Do you think he was aware of the fact that he was the biggest signing we ever had? I would hope so. I, I think that's a thing you let a guy know. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, hey, no pressure, but like a little yeah, bit of pressure. Yeah. By the way, you know, like, like pressure. Yeah. FYI. No big deal. No big deal. We're okay with it if you're okay with it. But, like, we need you to have basically an impact right out of the game. So, uh, I I do under – I really – and you have to also remember. So, okay. I'm going to go on a bit of a tangent here. A tiny – No, no, Just let's talk, let's talk about the thing we're talking I know, about. But uh, we're talking about Carlos Gomez is, and is, his 16 is, minutes in is, an RSL jersey. part of this tangent. Okay. Go, go for it. So you have the guys that get signed for 50 million, 90 million, 150 million. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, we don't, but I'm, uh, in general, yes, those guys exist. Yes. Yes. There's a reason there's like five of those guys in the world. Right. Cause like, all right. It's a known commodity. You are buying security. And you exactly because you know they will be able to perform under that pressure. A lot of the guys 
and I would say the 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 homie from uh, SKC might be a diff, you know, different breed, because it's not his fault he got injured, right? Because he was performing and he was signed for a very high amount of money. Uh, what was his name? Yep, Toledo. Yep. Alan Polito. Alan Polito. And I, I would not judge these guys on a game. Ronaldo signed, Cristiano Ronaldo signed for a um, Saudi Arabian club for, I think it was like 500 million or something, 250 million. It's some in- ridiculous amount of money, right? And in the first two games, I think he did nothing. He scored one goal off a penalty and then scored. I think seven or eleven goals in the next three games. Yeah, he's had something like three hat tricks yeah. or something. I don't know. So I would, I I think there's something to be said about yes, you signed that big contract. There's huge expectations. You freeze up a little bit. Just let it go. Play your game. Remember why you were signed for what you were signed for. And for what it's worth, I do think we might just have the absolutely perfect coach in Pablo to to, to set that up and encourage those players to play well in those roles. Sure, sure. But, I mean, let's also, like, there is the alternative side of Pablo where also he like doesn't play dudes for very weird reasons like that. That exists. True. Which I'm not saying that's what's going to happen with Gomez because of his 16 minutes, you know, on his debut. And in no way am I suggesting that. And, you know, I I think for the sake of just honesty and clarity, like, I'm sure this dude will be fine. Like he will figure it out or, or he won't, but I don't think the 60 minutes is actually an indicator of anything, but it is good content. And we wouldn't be doing our jobs if we didn't at least talk about it. No, you're absolutely correct. We have to talk about it. And here's the thing. Pablo has a boss, right? And Pablo's boss has a boss at the end of the day, they have to produce. And yeah, if Pablo doesn't think these guys will produce, okay. Yep. Make sure you find someone else who will. And you know, it, it, it it's just it's just up the line all the way to well, Ryan Smith and the group. Right, the the Blitzer Blitzer yeah. folks. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I, I, I think I am kind of curious to see what role he plays this weekend. And, um, you know, if if now that the, the, the jitters have gone away, if there is a change in uh, in his ability to hang on to the ball and not have his pocket picked every two minutes. I, I, would, I, I would actually not mind him getting humbled a little bit. <laughs> I mean... I am to a degree. I'm, I'm a big fan of getting humbled. Yeah, but like getting humbled usually implies that you're starting off from a place of maybe too high confidence. I I don't think we're I don't think we have that problem quite yet with him. Maybe, maybe. 
Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, so back to Seattle. Yeah. And anything else about their performance that you wanted to talk about before we before we go to the inevitable? How do you think this weekend? Ends? I'm petrified of this weekend. I am yeah. I'm very much looking forward to some Seattle dogs and some terrible Seattle beer because, in my opinion, Seattle beer is significantly uh, inferior to Salt Lake beer. Other than that, yeah, that's an opinion, yeah, I guess. No, that that that's fact. Um, it's, it, I mean, objectively speaking, by most metrics of good beer, it's actually not a fact. Uh, not my, not not by any metrics I follow. Um, I, I I mean, but from people in the industry, people in the know, I can tell you, you are wrong. I can tell you, you're wrong. Here's the thing. I don't I don't love a whole lot about my adopted home here, but they do make outstanding beer in the Pacific Northwest. That's just drastically worse than Salt Lake City. But yes, okay. I'll I'll go with you. I'll go All with right. you. Um let's go Okay, prediction time. Let's go. Um I'm petrified. I have a terrible feeling that we are not going to do well. Or even okay. Yeah in seattle next weekend it definitely has a vibe like it could be one of those games where things get out of hand and you're down like three zero yeah like it has that potential yeah yeah well i don't like it but it also no i don't don't love that don't not rooting for that uh but similarly they did just have like a four zero just domination of the Crapids. And I think RSL is better on paper and better talent-wise than the Crapids. And if there was one redeemable like part of our game in Vancouver, it was Justin Glad and Marcelo Silva's partnership in yeah. that central central defense. Um so I feel like things, you know, I, I don't think we walk away with points, I'm gonna be honest. But I do think we keep it we keep it interesting. I, I don't think they blow us out of the water. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say one zero then. Here's what I'm gonna say. Just do a score, man. Just do a score. If we can walk away with a point from Seattle, we're we're winning the MLS Cup. We're hosting a home playoff game. Done deal. I mean, Done. I mean, we're hosting. If we're making the playoffs, we're hosting a home playoff game. Did you already forget that? Oh, okay. okay. You did. Forget that. I'm not talking about the top first. How about the first? You what? What? Let me let me rephrase that for you in the new terminology yeah. of. Uh, of the yeah. league. If we walk out of Seattle with points, you are predicting us to finish four and higher in the standings in the West. Top four. Yes. That's, that's what yes. you meant to say. Having, uh, having said I, yeah, that, I, I, I don't think we're walking out of Seattle with points. Yeah. If, if we do, I think it's going to be one of those, like we went there we stole. Oh, I'll, I'll take. And I'll, take just I'll take. I'll take. Got them out. As ugly as they can possibly fucking come. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, so did you, I mean, I don't know how much time you spend on, uh, on the socials these days. It's, you know, it's mostly your boy running the show these days, which explains the very safe, very politically correct content. Um, but so I posted after the game, I wrote not what you'd call a pretty win, but the how won't matter come October. And this was in reference to the Vancouver game, obviously. Uh, one of the, my favorite comments, and I'm not going to say who said it, but um, it was great. It was, uh, LOL, I knew y'all would have something negative to say, just like clockwork. <laughs> I was like, stern, stern, but fair. <laughs> Had that coming. It, it's when you've been hurt so many times, it's hard to love again. You know, that's what yeah. it is. Yeah. Yeah. But it reflects on you. Anyway. Um, which also makes me believe I have to get back on the social medias here. No, no. I think it's 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 better if we stick to our individual strengths, like you not being able to operate technology and me doing everything else. Um. Yeah, man. And anything else you want to leave the people with before we wrap it up here for the night? If we have four points by the end of the game two, we're in the playoffs. Done deal. That's all there is to it. Yeah, okay. There's nothing more. Nice, nice. There's nothing less. If we win, we're hosting. We're going to be top four. And... No, no. You said if we walk out with points, we'd be top four. Which one is I it, man? Point. Make the playoffs. Point. Oh. Top four. Okay, that that's a that's a recent clarification. And okay, and, I and I don't if disagree. Is in uh, Seattle. Let's hang out. Have some fun. Yeah. Yep. We will. We will be there. Uh, just message the the page. That's probably a good way to get a hold of us. And uh, yeah, we will we will be there singing loud, singing proud. Our oh, nation. Oh, you gonna okay, do wrap it? it up. You do it. No, no, you, you can do it. do it. All right. Well, it's 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 their boys, Adele and the Baker, with another episode of Scarf Life, and uh, you know, not promising, but we'll definitely try for a little post match quickie after the Seattle game, and uh, if not. We'll hear from us next week. Talk to you then.